Visceralist Podcast. This is episode 154. Oh, yeah. It's been a while. I think this episode will go out on Sunday. We're recording a little bit before. We're sneaky little rapscallions. Um, <laughs> uh, so, happy new year to everybody. Uh, Visceralist at gmail.com. We'll get right into our first segment that we always do. It's called Trifling in NYC. Uh, now you mentioned, uh, you have something happen in Ikea. Now, are there still Ikeas in, in NYC? <laughs> are there still? Yeah, I think it's still only the one. So I'm just the within one in Red the Hook. city limits. Yeah, within the city limits. Yeah, that All one. All right. I'll well, take your word one. for it. Cause I ain't going to Red Hook. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's not too, I feel like it's not that bad from where you are, but from where well, I am, it's, uh, okay. Well, I mean, you're uh, okay. That's weird because you're actually closer and in Brooklyn. I am closer, like distance wise, straight distance, but public transportation wise, not. Right. And I think I actually, the one time I went, I took the ferry from South Street. Oh, that's a nice ride. And it, it basically drops you like right there, too. Yeah. I got there. They got their own pier. Look at that. Yeah. Ikea doing big things. Yes, yeah. people, call, people are calling them the next boats. the next Pier One imports. Because oh. all right, get in the ears, cover up my terrible joke. Uh. <laughs> well, actually, now that I think about it, so there were there were several triflings inside. One was just like an observed trifling. So this is and, sorry. This is just a recent oh, trip that you took to get something specific, or just a recent trip. So. Um, it was, it was not to get, let me try to explain this. So yes, it was to get something specific. However, it was not to buy it in the store. It was more because we wanted to see how this chair felt, right? Like something like a chair and a couch, you want to sit on it. So we'd seen it on the website. But it's like, I don't want to buy it without sitting on that's it. A, right? That's a great point because it's a huge hassle to get a, certainly a couch up into a, a New York City apartment. So you want to be sure. Right. So that that was the, the main reason we were going there because we had ordered this. I mean, this is this could be all part of the same trifling. So I'd ordered another chair from another company back in October. And, you know, there's been, uh, I don't know if you heard about this, but there's been some supply chain issues the past couple of years. I don't know. Now, I don't know why you would assume that I would not be aware of issues ordering furniture and new furniture for for one's apartment. But yes, I was aware of this. Go on. So so this is actually, you know, this trifling is becoming bigger the more I say it. Wow, this could be the whole episode. So I had ordered something back in October from a different furniture company. And... And was it Pier One import? It was not Pier Pier One. No Pier One slander here. Um, and I'd ordered it mainly for three reasons, right? Number one reason, the, it was a good price. Chairs are surprisingly expensive. Um, this one was a good price. It was on sale. Um, another reason was it looked fine. Whatever. I, we weren't that particular. It's, it's been such a long search. So we said fine. To the color that the design of it was good and then the last reason which was what maybe color? um it's like a like a rose gold i guess maybe you could call it um but then the final reason was 
it said next to it specifically for this color, ready to ship. Yeah, ready is, to ship. And you, said, <laughs> and, you, and you looked up to the skies, you said, there it is, Elizabeth. <laughs> exactly. I so said, old. The stars have aligned. <laughs> let's, let's do it. You know, went through the whole process. So that was October. And initial delivery period um, was, I think it was, I ordered it October 15th. Initial delivery period was like November 10th through November 25th. It's like perfect. Mm, not bad. This is great. Um, you know, roll, whatever. Maybe I think November 15th rolls around, still nothing. I'm checking the tracking. I don't see any updates. But when I click on the link, all of a sudden now it says back ordered. I'm like, hmm, Ooh. that's curious because this vendor has said nothing to me about the product being back ordered. And when I ordered it, it said ready to ship. <laughs> so then I get an email pushing it back, which pushed it back to, I think, like a month, which was still not terrible. Okay, I'll deal with that. So it pushed it back from to like uh, I think it was like December first to December fifteenth was the next delivery window. Um, so that comes and goes. I get another email <laughs> that pushes. Nah. It. <laughs> now it said it said ready to ship. How, how are they spelling ready though? Is it, <laughs> is it maybe R E D D Y? <laughs> is it referencing the color or? I don't know. That was the most mm. frustrating part. Gotta, yeah, you got to read the fine, the fine. Yeah. Letters. So then I get the final email that pushes it back again to like February. So this is, <laughs> so this is what prompted us. See, the us thing is, to, they you yeah. didn't re- see. The thing is, you you're 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 a really good guy. You're considerate. You didn't raise a stink. At immediately, like like a lot of New Yorkers would have. I didn't. I was pretty See, chill so about they, it. So they knew they could. They trying to push you back to <laughs> fucking happy, to happy New Year. Right. You know what? Those other people got pushed back. I, maybe I was getting pushed back because I wasn't saying. Those other people that got pushed were talking, mm. and then they got you know something happened with this. I don't yeah, know. Uh, got lost in the mail. So uh, <laughs> because <laughs> because of. Those delays in shipping, um, you know, and supply chain issues, they kept telling me over and over, supply chain, Justin, you know, supply chain, it's a problem now. All right. I can look. 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 We had dinner. You can't. We've had dinner. We've broken bread at each other's mom's houses. Come on, man. You know. Uh, yeah. So when, when I got that email, it was like, all right. So then we did like a serious investigation mm-hmm. into other chairs. It's like, all right, like we'll, we'll leave this open and we'll go, um, you know, it was like an open relationship at this point. We'll go test out. We'll test the waters other places. We'll mm-hmm. leave the door open on this one. Not going to close huh. it just yet, but I'm going to see uh, what, what some other places have to offer. Right. Well, open relationships do have a pretty storied history of success. <laughs> so it's, it's a good strategy. Right. That's, just, a, yeah. that's what we thought. Like, oh, yeah, this will work out well. Yeah. So, um, like they did a whole show about it. Big love. Everyone loves Bill Paxton. Come on. A bit, you know what? I never watched that show. Yeah, you know, the first season was actually really good. Okay. 
Oh, and you know, Lower East Side's own uh, Chloe Sevigny is, is in it. She's I do. A big part I of it. I know that. Huh. One of the yeah. wives, sister wives, huh? Uh, yep. Uh-huh. Maybe, maybe I'll check it out. The young, uh, the young one. Oh. Mm. Uh, you know how that goes. In, in, <laughs> they were jealous. I know, with, they, were, I know three, they were hating. Three older wives uh-huh. with kids. Uh-huh. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Wow. That would be... You know, one of the conceits in that show is that so this dude, Paxton's character is pretty wealthy, and he yeah. has he's in a community that doesn't like he has to they have to keep the the fact that he's married to all three of them on the low in this community they're in. Oh, so he he actually they have three houses that are all next to each other, like uh, in the suburbs. But he just goes out the back door, and they oh, and they have a ske- a sex schedule as well. So he goes out the back door, and like he spends like say two or three days at each one, you know, in order. He goes at the back door, just goes to the next one, and then goes in. That way, the neighbors don't see him, you know, going. So, we're getting sidetracked, but now I'm curious. So, the yeah. neighbors think he's just married to the first wife? Yes. Okay. I, 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 well, I mean, I've only seen the first season. This was like 10 years ago, but. Yeah. Um, I believe that, yeah, they only think he's with his, yeah, his first wife. He does still spend time in the homes with with the other ones, but yeah, I guess maybe it must be addressed at some point because like they each have their own houses. Like this guy, killing it. It's a lot of uh, money. Wow. Yeah. Um. Well, you know, three wives. You know, but yeah, the, the, uh, you know, as as you know, him. There are a few scenes of him running back behind the houses, but the sex schedule thing was was the interesting thing for uh, for me. And you know, even in I mean, who. What woman wouldn't want ske- sex to be scheduled at a, <laughs> at, a, at a calendar with like check marks and, and circles and stuff? Uh, that sounds super romantic and awesome, uh, but they still get upset at him. Mm. The nerve. Mm-hmm. Anyway, let's get back to IKEA um, or, right, or so this uh, this quote this uh, this mystery third party company. It was West failed Elm. Failed you. It was West Elm. West Elm failed me. Ooh. Okay. Well, we can we can maybe edit it out. We right now. <laughs> if they approach us as a sponsor, I mean, come on. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Maybe. maybe. <laughs> Imagine. Imagine that look. Oh boy. Wow. We we were about to give you this uh, this little uh, one hundred fifty thousand dollar check here, but uh, well, why do they talk like that? Wow. Okay. <laughs> Oh God! Please go on. Uh, okay, so so all these delays led us to look for <laughs> chairs and other uh, from other vendors. So we ended up taking a trip out to IKEA. We identified a couple chairs. It's like let's go sit in them. Usually from IKEA, like you can get the chair within the week, right? If not the mm. same day. Oh yeah. Um, you know, depending on their supply chain issues too. Though I mean, it's still it's a world it's a worldwide issue. I, I don't know if you know that it's worldwide this supply chain. I mean, I have noticed that uh, the cost of uh, the the uh, Popeyes chicken sandwich has gone up. Uh, <laughs> I believe by a full dollar in recent recent months. So wait, I assume is, is that, that was, wait, is that true? That was not going to affect. Now, okay, we'll see. Now you're getting into yeah. Okay, so I mean, I can see it going up, but the whole the down. the. Uh, they introduced a new blackened chicken. I've seen that. Uh, yeah. So that that one is actually a dollar more expensive than the others, but I think that's just because it's a you know special limited time uh, item. 
Okay. Huh. Which uh, which is no longer on on the menu now. Don't ask how I know that. <laughs> no need for that. Uh, Back to your lovely okay. uh, West Elm store. So we went out. So we went to <laughs> IKEA to sit on some chairs, and nice. you know when you're when you're there, unless you. Like, I've been there before and just cut through the store. I'm like, I'm here for this. I know what I'm going to do. I'm not mm-hmm. lollygagging around. But we had time, mm-hmm. you know. It was, it's like, we can just wander through Ikea. We'll let them mm. lead us through every way that they want us to. We'll go through their <laughs> their their maze of merchandise, right? Yeah, yeah I remember that. We yeah. weren't pressed for time. I mean, I've yeah, I've literally only been to that Ikea once. And it's the only Ikea I've been to. And that was in 2008, I believe. Dang. But I still remember uh, their whole like guiding you around the store system pretty distinctly. Yeah, it's annoying. Um, so so we did that, and just just so you know, for some reason in the store, um, they have you enter on the first floor, and to go up to the second floor, it's an elevator or an escalator, um, hmm. and they do have stairs, but the stairs Fuck that. are on the exit side, if that makes sense. The stairs better be ready to so they're <laughs> it's ship, them, ship themselves out of my out of my face. <laughs> it's it's all in the lobby, but the stairs are mainly used for people coming down after they've gone through the checkout process, right? Uh-huh. Um, so we decided to walk up the escalator because the escalator was broken, and there was yep. a huge waiting wait for the for the one elevator and we didn't <laughs> feel like damn, going up God the stairs. Damn Americans are lazy. <laughs> so we just walked up the escalator. Now this, they also have during the, during next to those you know, stairs. Sorry. Just, yeah. Go ahead. And Mitch Hedberg has a great joke about, about this, which is about uh, escalators being broken. And, uh, you know, he's like, yeah, escalators are awesome. And, and when they break down, people get upset, but it's like, they really should. What they should do is, when they break down, they should put a sign up that says "Sorry for the convenience." You know, because there's still stairs. <laughs> <laughs> still a fairly good way of getting up. I mean, you. Up, it is you know. still. It still works. <laughs> Sorry for the convenience. Sorry hmm. for the. Yeah. I'm going to check uh-huh. that one out. Um, here's another. Here's another great joke that is. Um, like I, I don't have a girlfriend. I just know someone who'd be really pissed if she heard me say that. <laughs> that one's pretty good. That, that one's good. Oh, God. I like that one. Gone too soon. All right. Anyway. Um. So, uh, they also have. This is going to come into play later. But nice. there is also, um, I'm not a ramp, basically, like a motorized ramp that goes down um, after the cashier. So once you pass through the cashiers, there's, of course, the cafe. You can get your dollar hot dog and whatnot. There's, like, the whole shipping area. Um, there's that all stuff. There's elevators to go to take you out, and then you can go down the stairs, and then there is this, um, you know, motorized ramp, which people can also take carts down. But the carts, they, like, lock into the grooves right yeah i've seen that you know okay yeah um but that was out of order as well of course um, and that was I, I can say this part now actually so that was causing a lot of people trouble it was disturbing people 
So when we were walking out, one lady was about to go down, and a guy standing right next to the thing, he was looked like he was waiting for he was waiting for someone to come. His arms were full of stuff. He had after he checked out, and he's like, "It's it's not working." She's like, "It's broken." He's like, "Yeah, it's not working." He's, she's like, "Are you sure?" He's like, just try it for yourself then. And she's like, but you have to go through. And he's like, fine, just try it. And so <laughs> what the she, fuck? she tries it because it's one of those ones that I think it's, it doesn't work until you walk on it. I don't remember. Only in New York. I haven't used it. So, of course, if you go on it and it's not working, the wheels just lock up, right? Yeah. So this but, woman then you're goes on it <laughs> and it doesn't go anywhere. Uh-huh. And she just like runs into her car because she's trying to push. And the guy's like, I told you, I told you, you didn't want to listen to me. I told yeah. you. And then he, says, and he just goes walking down the stairs. Well, had the bleeding stop by the time he uh, <laughs> did his like, I told you so speech? And then, and then he was talking to his wife, walking down the stairs right behind us. Like, I told she's her. Like, she didn't believe me. See? I told she's her. Like, that's why women need to listen more. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Is that is that not what he said? Uh, that he would be surprising if he didn't say that. Mm, mm. And that's a critique on men, huh? See? Oh my gosh! <laughs> <laughs> oh. So then we were downstairs when we were waiting. We were waiting. Uh, we just called the car because I'm like, I'm not dealing with public transportation going back. Nice. So while we were waiting for the car, wait, wait. So you, sorry, you did this whole trip just to sit, sit on a couple couches and chairs. This is not the first time I've done that, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, we did end up buying like a couple other things while we were course, there. Course. But the like, main yeah, was, was were those things on the path they guided you around? No, but we had seen them. It was like we wanted to okay. see. Okay, all right. We knew we we knew we were gonna buy that, and we ended up buying the chair anyway. We got it shipped. We just bought it when we got home, bought it from, from the website. Gotcha. Um, but while we were waiting, we saw a whole um, parade of people finding ingenious ways to come down this ramp with their carts that were, they were refusing. There were some people just like using brute force, pushing carts oh, down, God. pulling carts. One guy carried the cart down. I was like, what is going on? Another person went... Were, sorry, were, were there any IKEA staff around? No, you, around there was this no staff doing in this anything area. to sort uh-huh. of because this what you've described sounds pretty dangerous mm-hmm. uh, potentially. <laughs> someone carrying a, a shopping cart down a ramp. If, that, if, I, if I heard you right, yeah, it didn't make any sense. Okay. Like, man, people are really stubborn. You're that stubborn. Just go back and wait for the elevator. It's like four elevators. Yeah. yeah. Um, oh, sorry, hold, yeah. hold on. I gotta that that was the main trifling, but no, no, the main trifling. The, so the then, ramp. while I, but oh, we before, haven't gotten to it yet, no, mm-hmm. no, but before all that, <laughs> while I was in while we were in IKEA, and then we were going down a, a different set of stairs <laughs> <laughs> that leads you to like that Lord. weird zone where you buy individual items, whatever. So we're going down the stairs. And there's these two guys that are like a little, you know, like a little close for comfort, right? I'm like, why are you close to you or close to themselves? Close to close to me. Like, why are you all up on me right now? Like, you can just go around. Like, it's a whole big stair. I know we go in slow. Just go around, right? Sorry, this is an escalator. No, no, no. It's a set of stairs. It's wide stairs. So, so in the presumably 
short amount of time that you're on the stairs, you you ch- you check that they were really close to you. Yeah, but this is a different set of stairs, and it's 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 a well, larger, it's higher set of stairs. <laughs> and there was only one elevator bank. This is a place with all these stairs. <laughs> this, you already told me about like three sets of stairs. This, these are the stairs that are leading you from. Do they also the do they also sell level. stairs there? Is that <laughs> the moving <laughs> staircase? They God, also I'm sell. So glad I haven't been there in twelve years. So. While they're too close, eventually they move over to, to pass, right? Um, and, you know, at Ikea, there are those yellow shopping bags that people can use while you're shopping. And you can buy the blue one, right? Right. You know those right. bags. Yep. So, so the guys, they pass. But one guy, one of them, he's passing, but he's still, like, a little close for comfort because, like, he like rubs up on my shoulder while he's passing with his shoulder. I'm like, well, like, I don't understand like the spatial awareness here. Like, what's the problem? Like, why are you so close? There's no need to be this close, and no right. need to, no need to well, touch gonna, me when to you're get, going around. He's gonna have to get fairly close to you at some point to take your wallet. <laughs> or were were you wearing your glasses uh, maybe behind you like a California surfer? Maybe they were take interested in those because I know you just got some new glasses. Uh, that that would be pretty good, but no. Um, but so he passes, and they both they both pass. One guy, he, he, you know, he cut, he's still too close, but he, you know, like how do I even describe it? So he's got the bag, but it's low. And it's like dragging on the stairs, pretty much. And he's only holding one of the handles. And like he passes me and touches my sh- my arm, which is a little annoying, but like, whatever. But then the bag is behind him and so low, like I s- step on a part of the bag as I'm going oh, down the stairs because he passed, and then he cut in front, you know. And then, he, sorry, this again, this isn't an escalator. This is regular <laughs> stairs. Regular stairs, yeah. Regular stairs. I'm just fat. It's a big staircase. Like, it's, well, still, it seems like a, already a lot of stuff has happened. I feel like we haven't even gotten into the inciting incident. It, it is. I mean, this is it right here. So then, okay. like, basically, he. Sorry, let's take a break for our sponsors <laughs> West Elm. <laughs> Ready to ship. Ready to ship, but read the fine print. That rhymes. Okay, sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> and so I, I step on it, and it snags uh-oh, uh-oh. because he keeps walking, and I felt it pull under me, but I was able to just you know maintain my balance and lift lift my foot up real quickly as he pulls the bag out. But mm-hmm. somehow he doesn't like doesn't notice at all and basically he could have tripped me um it could have like had like a snare around my ankle with the other handle threw me down the stairs and so you know in in typical me fashion i didn't say anything but i was real mad on the inside and i just stared at him real hard the rest of the time we were downstairs and i kept running into these guys with their with their cart being too close to me again I like, I don't understand. Yeah, I mean that. I just jokes aside for a sec. Like that. That does seem too odd to to not be intentional. You know. 
I didn't like it. I didn't like it one bit. Now, if I had fallen, there would have been a real problem. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah, <laughs> up the stairs. I mean, so you, so they were, yeah, this is, I mean, this is something that I've noticed w- just going to, into like delis, uh, lately or really anywhere indoors is like, people are right back to just being all up on you. Yeah. Like as if COVID and the, the six feet away lessons of COVID never existed. Like there, people just be right up on you when they're, when you're in line for something. I'm like, I don't get damn, it. you don't have to be six feet, but like be right there. And like, I, I mean, I always had like sort of like a, a bit of a, just like claustrophobia stuff around just people being right, right next to me to begin with. Right. But, but yeah, it's just like right back to that. Um, so I so I do get them being close to you up the stairs. I don't know if the elevators and escalators are out, then maybe there's more traffic on the stairs. But you're saying it, there wasn't really. Um, well, these are the stairs that almost everyone is like forced to use to come right. down. So that maybe they were crowded. They weren't that crowded. Okay. Yeah, I mean, like, what what are you gonna do? Like, you you say something, then you're the bad guy somehow, uh, right? And they don't do anything anyway. So yeah, I mean, in the end, nothing happened, so it was fine. But yeah. something could have happened. It could have been somebody that you know <sighs> didn't have the the balance and the agile footwork that I have, right? Well, and- it's good. I mean. It's good that uh, yeah, you're you're very aware. You have great reflexes. Um, you're in great shape. So, you know, it's, this guy could have tripped somebody down the you stairs. You would have. You were probably in a position where if he tripped, you could probably catch him. <laughs> move, move your wife out of the way safely too. Maybe stop for a, a Swedish meatball or two, and then still take him and escort him to safety somehow. <laughs> Oh man, I wish I was. I used to be in good shape. No, I never did. All right. Uh, well, let me get to my trifling. Um, and uh, this one came up. So, <clears throat> you know, as you know, I, I have a, a relatively small apartment. Uh, mm-hmm. Noise sort of bounces around or bounces through the walls really, really easily. So, uh, put a priority on, on trying to be quiet. Also, you know, I, I, I like my music. Uh-huh. I like listening That's to music, true. and what you may not know is that I like listening to music very, very loud um, because I like to really like feel the music. Um, okay. Also, my hearing is going for some reason, so uh, <laughs> I, um, you, you know, sometimes I whoa, hold on now, um, let's table that. Uh, so sometimes like I, I actually have a, a ritual, uh, that I try to do most Fridays where, um, I'll usually, you know, I read a lot of music news and I'll, I'll come across songs that I think I, I just want to listen to and I'll bookmark them throughout the week. And then on Fridays, I set aside a few hours to just listen to them, just go through them all. Um, and yeah, you know, I found a lot of great new music that way, new artists that I like. Um, it's great. Something I really like looking forward to. Um, so this was a while ago. One night I was out with um, the person I was dating at the time. Uh, we came back to my place fairly late. Uh, she wanted to go to bed. Totally fine. I was not ready to go to bed. I wanted to stay up and listen to music because I was in a just a, a music listening mood. And she's like, well, 
do you have to right now? I was like, well, no, I don't have to, but I really, really want to. And, you know, I'll do it in a way that, that doesn't bother you. So, you know, this scenario has come up before with, with other, uh, you know, young ladies. Uh, and, you know, again, I don't have a lot of room. So the, there's been times I've gone out on the fire escape uh, to listen to music, just to oh, avoid to avoid right. bothering them uh, while they're trying to sleep. This time it was pretty cold, so uh, that fire escape was not an option. So, uh, I and it was again, it was really late, and I was in. I think I was just in my boxer, so I was like, "All right, let me just go out on my stairwell, like outside my apartment." Oh, okay. and just in the sit hallway. there in the hallway and listen to music. So in my building, there's only two units per floor. And I was pretty sure that the, the unit across, right, right across from me had been empty for a while. Uh, so I didn't think I'd be bothering anyone there. Also, I'm in the hallway, so I can listen. And it's, it's with headphones, too. Like I, sorry, I should have said that before. But yeah, it's, it's all with headphones. There can be a little you know, noise bleed, even with headphones. So I was trying to be cognizant of that. Um, can I ask you a question? Sure. Why wouldn't you just go in the living room? Because as I said before, you know, in my apartment, just really thin walls. So I, I was, even if I was listening to music headphones. on headphones, yep. The noise bleed. I mean, I listened really loud and the noise bleed through these walls. It's almost like I have no walls in terms of what you can hear. Wow. in my bedroom that like stuff that's going on in the living room like it's yeah it's it's annoying but it doesn't usually come up it rarely comes up as an issue so okay just to be super considerate because she was a little upset that i wasn't coming to bed <laughs> when she <was> here <laughs> as well. Yeah. so i was trying to be extra considerate because of that mm-hmm. so i went i was like you know i just want to listen maybe three minutes call, mellow me out a little bit and then i'll come to bed for 30 minutes 30 45 minutes um Wait, did you just jump from three minutes to 30 to 45 well i me- okay i meant to say 30 initially so that, <laughs> that, but still three minutes I'm, i mean five minutes on. five minutes i'll be right back it's probably like... five minutes if you don't hear from me in 20 minutes come check out don't check on me give it another 20 and then if i'm not back then then call the guy <laughs> um so anyway, so I, I it, again, it was cold. I didn't want to get all dressed up. And again, I didn't, I'm on the top floor. I didn't think anyone lived across from me and I didn't, obviously no one's coming up to the top floor. So I just, I was in boxers. I think I, I just stayed in my boxers, but I put on a, um, like a, like a winter coat. Uh huh. Okay. Uh, for the top. Cause I was like, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm <laughs> so just, so just boxers and a winter coat. It's like literally all in there. <laughs> What kind, right? what, kind, what kind of footwear? This is, this is ridiculous. Just my Why did you just put on pants at this point? Because, I, I mean, I, I mean, laziness, A. B, I'm good with the winter coat. I'm just sitting on the stairs listening to music on my laptop. That's, like, literally it. Okay. And only for, like, you know, only for, like, 45 minutes to, like, an hour 15. All right. Uh, so, so, I'm rocking out. To I, I don't even know what it would have been at that point. Um, probably I mean something loud, maybe the new Bad Bunny um, album, which uh, which oh, came in I believe top five in Pitchfork's um, mm. of the year. Uh, great album. Uh, so anyway, 
uh, I'm out there for maybe like 10 minutes. All of a sudden I hear these steps, like there were footsteps coming up the stairs. And again, I'm on the top, top floor. So I'm right. like, you know, I'm like, okay, cool. Someone's coming back late. Uh, no way they're on the top floor because again, no one lives across from me. There's two units per floor. That's it. And then the steps keep going up and up higher. I'm like, oh, okay. Well, maybe someone moved into the unit, one of the units below me. Okay, all good. I can keep rocking out. But let me just pause the music just to be safe. (laughs) And then all of a sudden, the steps keep coming up, coming up. And it's this young lady who has come up to the top floor Apparently she, I don't know if she was Airbnb the place across from me or um, live, live there. She starts, she comes up. She's like, Oh, Hey, big, big smile. And I'm like, Oh, Hey. Yeah. So she, she was living there somehow. She's like, I don't know. Late twenties, uh, young lady, um, didn't appear to be drunk or anything. Like I think, Oh, you know what? I, I, I don't know. she wasn't coming back from a trip or anything. But she had she had a big winter coat on. That's all uh-huh. I remember. And she's like, "Hey, oh, do you do you live there?" Like, <laughs> and again, I'm in a winter coat, unzipped, topless under that, and then oh boxers. And I'm like, "Oh!" In my head, I'm thinking like, "Oh man, she's gonna think I'm super weird." Like, I, I mean, I don't really care. I don't really care about that. But also, I don't want to make her uncomfortable. Like, it's like pretty late. And yeah. she's just coming up and I'm just sitting here rocking out. And she's like, I'm like, yeah, yeah. You know, sorry. I just wanted to listen to some music. And she's like, oh, get kicked out. <laughs> and, I'm like, and so I'm like, oh, she's actually like, she's just rolling with it. Like she was pretty cool. And I was like, no, no, just people, just, you know, someone in, in my bed. I'm, I'm trying to be considerate. You're like being, trying to be respectful of you. I'm trying to be respectful. Can't you see from the way I'm dressed, how respectful I am of people? And she's like, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, you haven't met my dog yet. You got to meet him. And so she, she opens the door to her place and this little chihuahua comes running up and she's like, come, come say hi to him. And I'm like, uh okay and so um i go up i was like oh what's his name she's like oh his name is mr bacardi mr bacardi is the the little chihuahua's name is mr bacardi mr bacardi yeah like the rum and i was like is he cute he was really cute and Mm. he's really excited i'm like that might be the best name for a dog i've ever heard that's pretty good mr bacardi (laughs) Mm. And so, like, she was totally, like, almost as if she had, like, like, rolling up the stairs, seeing someone, like, you know, in whatever state of mind, uh, blaring Bad Bunny, like, half naked in a winter in in the middle of a hallway. (laughs) She was like, oh, you got to come meet my dog. So... Yeah, so I met Mr. Bacardi briefly, and I was like, okay. And she's like, yeah, okay, well, great meeting you. I'll see you around. Like, yeah, yeah, cool. And and yeah, that was it. How long so has it, she been there? You know, I think, yeah, that unit is, is had a, a, a really weird history. I, I, I think there was someone who lived there who I actually got to be sort of friendly with. 
um, who did Airbnb it a lot. And she, but she moved out like two years ago, okay. and so I think I I suspect that someone else has moved in who is also Airbnb it, but I I almost never see anybody there. So maybe she's still there. I I don't know. Airbnb, huh? You think your landlord's running that? No, he he doesn't like it, and, and actually, dogs aren't allowed in our in our, uh. in our building. So that yeah, so it must have been like a short term thing. So um, yeah, Mr. Bacardi. Mr. Bacardi, the Chihuahua. Look at that. So what? What do you? What do you make about that? Um, it could have been a lot worse for you. That was pretty. Oh yeah, that's pretty smooth. Yeah, it was. <laughs> I mean, well, I mean, it was just blind luck on my on my end that that she happened to be like like a cool like just cool and like. I, she doesn't know me at all like i'm some weirdo like listening to music on a laptop not even like an iphone like a laptop uh in the middle of the hallway like i could have been anybody like uh, just oh free wi-fi let me just go yeah okay she could have been maybe she was so like loose and kind because she was she didn't know what to expect out of you so she's like i'll just be really nice yeah, you know that that would not, totally make sense. But then, you know? but then usually you wouldn't in, invite someone in into your your apartment to meet your dog. Like if all right, that's that's, that concern, true. That, you know? that's true. So <laughs> come meet Mister Bacardi. That's a that is a very good point. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what is your uh, what's your album of the year? By the way. Wow. Um, uh, I, I, was, I actually just—I was listening to that Ooh, Pusha T call. a lot. You know, I used to follow. You know, you know, pitch, Pitchfork. You know, okay. Here, so here's my thing with yeah like a, a brief synopsis of and we're, you know uh, of just art art criticism. Which I've been threatening to talk about uh, for a while, but basically, it's good to like Pitchfork is you know regarded as like okay, that's what the hipsters like. The hipsters over there like yeah, okay. that's right. And that's what people think for about. me, art criticism is it's it's all subjective. People like to think some of it's objective. I don't think any of it is, but it is good to find. Um, a reviewer or a critic or uh, an organization that you agree with more yeah. more often than not because their agree. recommendations will be recommendations that you know you agree with and you could find good music that you like that way so for whatever reason i happen to like pitchfork's recommendations more often than not so i'm not saying they're the best i'm not saying they're the worst i'm saying i like them and that's my whole basically my whole thing with it's all subjective. It's all about the individual. No, that that so, makes a lot of sense. Yeah. So this year, uh, their number one album was Beyonce's uh, Renaissance. And the number one single was by this band called All Vays. Um, Say that again. All, all it's like, Vays? It's like all, the word always, but spelled with two Vs instead of a W. Like a vampire would say so yeah, all this. I think this the track, the, the single that also wound up in the in the top fifty was I I want to. So, okay, I'll stop. Um, 
So the, the number one single was by Always, and Always' album was also in the top five, I believe, along with, with Mr. Bunny and a few others. Uh, oh my God, uh, so I'll have to look two, into two it. V's? It's A-L-V-V-A-Y-S. So, um, but yeah, so Pusha T's album was great. Uh, you know, I didn't listen to that much new music these days. I mean, I, well, I was working for, uh, an independent record label for, for the majority of the year. So I was listening to a lot of their music. Um, and so my recreational music listening wasn't like, I, I, didn't listen to that many albums all the way through. I, I wouldn't say. Uh, I did listen to Pusha T's um, "Bad Bunny." Um, I did listen to the Beyonce. Um, I think I feel like Muse might have come out with an album, but I don't think I listened to that. Um, but you know, I still have. I have bookmark. I haven't done my Friday bookmark listening ritual in a while, so I have a bunch of stuff to listen to, but. Um, anyway, you know, we've gone a little bit long with the trifling and, you know, we were going to get into Atlanta, but I actually have another trifling. So I'm thinking okay. if it's okay Let's with you, you we could, we just do, you know, this is a new year's Eve up or new year's episode. We just do this and then we table the Atlanta. I'm going to look and I'm going to look into this. <clears throat> I remember looking now you, you sparked my mind going, um, with your question about my favorite album. So, mm -hmm. you know, like Spotify and Apple Music, oh, right. the year-end thing. I'm going to see if I can find it. Okay, you take a look at that. I'll, I'll start. I'll start the trifling. Yeah. I'll start the trifling. So, <clears throat> I mean, this one isn't as – this is a quick one. Oh, actually, yeah, I'll do this other one. Okay, so um, I have a buddy who is uh, – who works on his own short films that he writes and produces and directs. Uh -huh. um, you've met him, uh, tall guy with the beard. Right. Um, you know, he's very talented, uh, you know. Uh, oh, he's been on the podcast, actually. Um, and oh, yeah, that's true. He, uh, yeah, he's, you know, work, he works, he has a nine to five in New York, but he also writes and produces his own short films. He's very good at it, very great producer great director great you know he's great and he's a he's a good friend so i'm i i have helped him out with with some of these projects his most recent short film was shot in in the city in the fall of 2021 and i actually it was you know he had a, a decent budget for a you know a very low level indie film and so i actually officially worked as a production assistant for him oh, okay. I, was, I was one of three that he was able to hire which you know, is great because I, you know, I produced the first comedy short that he did. And it was like, you know, me and him lugging, lugging cameras around Williamsburg for, for like 12 hours straight one day to, to get a, a three minute short done. But, uh, you know, I really enjoy doing that. He's great. So anyway, this, this new project, this most recent project, um, I helped him out. He, so he had a really legit, set up he had a he was direct writer director he had i think three actors one of whom one of the actors is actually um was in the wire oh it's uh gus johnson 
who played in season five, he played the uh, the head of the news bureau bureau, the head of the Baltimore. Oh, Sun. okay, yes. And Gus Johnson you know is what? also I a think director. I you sending me uh... <laughs> some photos from it? Yeah. some photos, some sneak photos that you. Oh taken. yeah, I sent a photo from the uh, the table read. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, you and I are both huge fans of The Wire. So, so Gus Johnson was not only an actor in season five, he also directed the premiere of season one and the finale of the last season. Oh, okay. So he's, yeah, he's dope. It was like, I didn't even know that he had cast him until he showed up at the table read. And I was sitting right next to him. And man, that was, it was awesome. So, but yeah, you know, th- he had he was the most legit actor that he had but he um he also had a producer who was on set an assistant director uh three pas uh a sound guy uh and then the camera and then three people to work the camera that he used he used a very expensive um high res camera oh. that re- like to to buy this camera it retails for like a hundred thousand damn and so okay. i mean it was rented that day but you still need you need people who are certified like the only people who are allowed to even rent it it was re- rented for three days are people you have to be certified and so there's one cinematographer so i, so I couldn't just roll up no. to wherever and rent it They'd be like, mm, no come on now <laughs> just laugh no. me out of the rental place. there are, well they wouldn't laugh you out they'd say go go take the classes and then come back when you're done because I could damage the equipment. Yeah. So not only does it retail for 100 you have to take out an insurance policy even just to rent it. The cinematographer we had was trained. He had one guy just to kind of be a spotter that you also have to hire when you hire like a, a cinematographer to work it. And then another person uh, to run the monitor. Like it was, I mean, it looks great. Like I've seen some early edits of it. Um uh you know it's it's well worth it and you know look it it's expensive all that all that 100k 80k 40k shit is you know it's only if you fuck it up which as long as you're careful you right so there was no issue there and and to rent it it's probably like you know maybe a thousand dollars a day or something um anyway so i was a pa production assistant so you know which is fine i you know i've written and produced my own short films web series but you know i'm happy to do whatever i don't have any ego about this um but this was a more legit production with people who are actually working in the biz like like the ad and the producer and the lighting people and like like they actually like this is their job so they take it really seriously so so it was a three-day shoot the first day um we had to pick up these rental vans the three three pas we each had so three vans. So my task was to pick up the van and then go pick up the producer and then take him to set, um, which was outdoors at this outdoor park. Uh, I think it was Irving park on like, uh-huh. maybe like, Irving, or, yeah, like right around there. It was some park like near there, like 17. Um, and so like, I don't know that I had met, I met this guy briefly at the table read, but I don't know this guy and the guy running everything is my buddy. Right. So I'm like pretty casual. I'm like, you know, whatever. Also, I know this world a little bit. So I pick him up 
and like we had to go to this park but he had to talk to like there's a school right next to the park and he still had okay. to talk to like the headmaster of the school to like get us into the schedule when the kids were going to be coming out because we were at the park all day and uh, so, right. so, I, okay. so i pick him up we're just chatting a little bit i was i was fairly hung over too um, <laughs> not drunk at all i was just, just hung over and tired um perfectly fine to drive just a few blocks around the city um and we get we park by the park and this is probably like seven in the morning people are starting to sh- people aren't scheduled to show up until like 8 30 and so we're just shooting the shit and he we park i wait in the van he goes to talk he comes back 20 minutes later he's like yeah i think we're good um just move the car up like a couple more spots and, and then um and then we'll just have to wait here till till director shows up and i'm like he's like outside my my window my driver's side window and i look at and i'm like yeah yeah and i'm like yeah i'm like yo could you go get me like a gatorade or something like around like somewhere around the corner at some like corner store or something <laughs> which now if you are in hollywood brain like you know hollywood world etiquette uh, a production assistant does not ask the producer to go get them a gatorade <laughs> <laughs> on account of them being but you in the over. car you know i was in the car true um and and i had to i had to be in the car because for a lot of this we we weren't we were parked in places that you weren't technically supposed to park so we had right. to keep an eye on showing up so like i didn't realize until later in the shoot that i had committed like this faux pas and like he was kind of like the second boss too on set, and so that <laughs> like he was a really interesting guy, like interesting career. He's he's a working director producer. He definitely took it as a slight, even though mm. he shouldn't have, because he knows I'm Connor. Oh, said the name. All right, well, fuck it. He knows I'm the director's buddy. Not that I, that means I'm going to be disrespectful or, or not take it seriously, but like. He, I feel that he took it like, what is this production assistant doing asking me to go get him something? You know? I could see that. Which is kind of like, and my, my buddy is not like that at all. Like, he would have gone to get me a great Gatorade if I, if I wanted to and he had time. We had time to kill. I had to sit in the car. So I just asked him. And, he, and his response is like, yeah, I'll look into that. And then he's like, I got to go over, talk to somebody else. And then he just left. And he left me for an hour. <laughs> I got to go talk to somebody else. Yeah. So I don't know. What, what do you think about so all, you the, were all still, this? So, so wait, did, in the end, did you get your Gatorade? No, I didn't get a Gatorade. I didn't even get a fucking bottle of water until like two or three hours later when one of the other production assistants bought like a case. There was a case of like bottles of water. Um. Now, look, it, it is my look, it, it is my own fault for being hungover. Like that's not, you know, that's that's I that's a misstep on my on my part, especially okay. for such, a, such right. an early shoot. I totally take the blame for that. I I misjudged what his duties were in that moment as well cuz he was just he was being fairly casual with me at the time. But he after that, and this was a 3-day shoot, 3 and 3 days in a row wait like meeting up at six in the morning shooting till six seven at night or you know so 
you know, we, we were in it, we were in the thick of it. And he, his thing is he operated like a normal set would, would operate. Um, which entailed him like basically ordering me around quite a bit <laughs> uh, to do fairly menial things, which, you know, it is what I signed up for, but um, yeah, I, I don't know. It was just that. So the trifling is that little bit of awkwardness that I, that I created. And you, you didn't uh, like throw anything af- out there either. Like, Hey man, keep the change or buy yourself a little something too. It's change. <laughs> Go give me a Gatorade. Here's two bucks. If there's anything left, then get you something. Get you some, but get something you wouldn't normally get for yourself. <laughs> Although I, you know, no, it was, and it was fine. He was totally professional. Although I will say, so it was a three day shoot. So Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Now the vans had to go back on Monday. I wasn't hired for Monday, and on Sunday, towards the end of the shoot day, he was like, "Hey, is there any way you could?" Um, you could help you could take one of the vans back uh because there's three to take back the director and i have to take two back and that leaves a third so can you meaning can i wake up at like six in the morning to get it in before the cutoff at like seven so they can rent it out again at eight uh and i was like not not out of any like animus or anything but i was like "Mm." think i had plans and he and you know he should have taken that as my answer but he did ask me again like an hour or so later and he's like so how about those plans like and he did follow up he's like so do you have plans can you do this i was like nah i I just i can't really do this did you make plans after that for monday morning after a three-day shoot, uh, no, my plan was like to be, I'm, I'm just be tired. My plan was to be super comfortable in my warm, comfy bed. Mission accomplished. I <sighs> George Bush the button. Wow. Well, yeah. So yeah, you know that's in, and that's. You know, look, my friend is, you know, I, I, he, he does very good work in this space. Uh, he'll continue to, I, I assume he'll be very successful. This other guy that the producer that I talked to is also great. Like I would still work with him. I'd work with him again as a PA. Um, very smart. Totally knew what he, did, he was doing. We were shooting outdoors in New York uh in location like we shot times square we, we shot all around gramercy like it was very difficult he held everything together beautifully like um it was a great experience so it was just this my this minor foible that you know look on my sets that i've run it as a producer um you know i i it's i, I don't know it's it's a different level there's a different level of budget certainly but there's also a different mindset and that is you set the tone as a director or as a producer of how your set is going to be run. And, you know, he set it in a certain way. I set mine in a certain way that I wouldn't say either is right or wrong, but just different, just different. And yeah, you know, come on, the, the corner store is a block away. Go get me a fucking Gatorade. 
You can see how bloodshed my eyes are. Anyway. <laughs> um, cool. Uh, well, well, we hit this. We haven't gotten to Atlanta. I, I think we still should on the next episode. We will. We will. We will. But this has been good. Good to uh, do these extended trifling in the NYCs. It is sort of our, our touchstone. Um, do you have any any movie? Are you are you gonna go see see Avatar too? Um, I am theaters? gonna go see Avatar. Really? In 3D? right now, I'm gonna see it on Friday as of right now. Wow! In three D? Yeah. yeah. Wow! I have to, right? Yeah. James Cameron so. would be very disappointed in me if I didn't yeah, see. He it. might come to find everybody who's not. <laughs> I don't know if you you listened to the new Firestarters episode, but uh, but K Bad, I, I, I did. David saw it, but he saw it in 2D. He's and gonna go back and watch it in 3D. Basa and TK were upset with him. He said, but he said he doesn't like 3D. But I mean, no one likes it. But for for Avatar, yeah. You, but I feel like it. this is like not. This is like the new 3D. You know. I mean, look, I I still remember seeing Avatar in 2009. I was blown away by the 3D. I had I've subsequently seen other 3D movies in the theater. Not impressed at all. So I get him not liking it, but apparently, I mean, look, Cameron, T, T2 is probably still the best action movie of all time. That's great. Yeah. And if it's not that, then it's Aliens, which he also directed. Mm-hmm. So I can't argue with those. You got you to gotta trust this guy. I mean, now the story I'm, I'm not as into, and I've heard it's over three hours long. So Yeah, apparently uh, it is. That's why I couldn't, I knew that I couldn't see it on a weekday after work because I would just be asleep. So yeah. like, I got to see oh, it yeah, yeah, yeah. like fairly early in the day, like afternoon and like I have done call. nothing else during the day. That's a good call. Full energy. All right. Well, good luck with that. We can get a report Thank on the you. next episode. then. Oh yeah. You'll have it. Don't worry. I'm full, full review. Full, true story. True story. One. Here comes the three to the. What? No. What? Mm. All right. Drink some water. Eat something green. This is podcast. We out.